My check one, two, one, two. What up, Beth? What's up? Hey. <laughs> What's going on, sister? Nada. Same old. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> so we on the family train today or what? We, oh, we are. I feel like that's, there's so much that can go with <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> so... I was going to start off by saying a little bit about what I, it's going to sound so cheesy, what I feel family is, because I was adopted uh, when I was really, really young, just a few weeks old. So I grew up with a family that, that, you know, was not blood related to me and a sister that was not blood related to me. And I knew for as long as I can remember, for as early on as they thought I could understand it. My parents sat me down and told me I was adopted. And my sister, my older sister, was also adopted from a different family. So it was easy for me to understand and, and not get upset about it because she was fine with it. And they just said, look, you know, we wanted to have children. Mommy couldn't have kids. So we went and we picked you out. You know, we, you know, they made it seem like it was really special, you know, that they came and they looked around and they said, oh, my goodness, that's the one we've got to have her. So I always grew up like that. And I never knew anybody else that was adopted other than my sister. It wasn't really as um, well-known. There weren't as many celebrities doing it as there are now. And it just wasn't as uh, mainstream. Oftentimes, if people adopted their kids, they wouldn't tell them or they at least wouldn't tell their friends and their family. But in my house, it was always just known and it was open and that's the way it was. But I can tell you, like, my great-great-grandma saw me as less than I wasn't really a kid you know one of her kids I mean you know I was a kid obviously but I wasn't one of her kids so I always got the the shittier toys and uh, I never knew I mean I was so young I didn't know the difference but it broke my mom's heart to see it happen you know to watch that that her her daughter that she loves so much was being penalized for nothing at all that she'd ever done And the way that it was seen back then, you know, you weren't really one of the kids. I mean, great to your parents for picking you out and taking care of you, but you're not blood. So that's what really matters. And I never grew up feeling that way. And it wasn't anything that my parents instilled in me. It just kind of came to me that, okay, well, my family went and found me and took me in and so I would develop really deep bonds with people more than they would with me and that's always been my life and I don't mean that to sound like oh poor thing but it was just how it is for me I get really close to people and I just don't want to let them go because I feel like if I let you in my life and we had any kind of a connection of of any kind whether it was we used to date and we were boyfriend (laughs) and girlfriend but now we're not anymore Or, I mean, unless we had a really bad, bad falling out, you know, unless you've really hurt me terribly, if it just didn't work out, I don't see any reason to push you out of my life. Like, it's so hard for me to let people go. And friends that have done me terribly wrong, (laughs) I have forgiven time and time again, because I just have such a hard time saying, well, now I don't need you anymore. You're not part of my life anymore. And, and that really is a downfall for me. But anyway, it's, it's how I've developed family. I mean, some of my friends, I'm closer to them than I am people that I call family and not because they aren't blood related to me, but just because they've treated me better. They've always been there for me type of thing. And I've never really understood how 
you stick so close to family, no matter what they do, just because you're blood related. Like to me, that's the exact opposite of how I was raised, you know, that you don't have to be blood related. You just have to be good to me. Right. I think that um, you're so sweet. You're always so sweet, first of all. (laughs) You know, um, I wish I could be as sweet as you are. I, um, I think I'm the opposite when it comes to certain things that you said. I feel like I'm the queen of shutting a door. And it scares me sometimes when I do that because I'm so good at it. I'm so good at it. I'm so good at closing a door so quick and so fast when I feel the need. And sometimes it scares me because I feel like I might close the wrong door that might not ever be able to be opened again. But when I get to the point that I feel like it's time for me to close a door, believe me when I say there is a multitude of things that have happened to lead me to that point. Right. And I don't care who you are. I don't care what our bloodline is. I don't care about anything like that. If I feel like I'm going to get hurt or you're not treating me in a certain way, or it's usually hurt. If I feel like it's getting to the point where I'm getting it hurt, I'm definitely going to close the door instantly because I don't want to feel I did not grow up in a very positive light and I did not have a very good uh, childhood so I have a lot of triggers that kind of bring me back to things that I never want to think about or deal with and when I feel like I'm it's getting to that point with you I will just I will shut the door and um I'm really a true believer in that the people who love you the most, the people who are supposed to be loyal, like we don't treat each other like shit. We don't do that. We love each other. We embrace each other. We have a good time with each other. And so anything that brings like drama or um, interruption and peace, anything like that, I have, I'm so quick to get rid of it. And it's not really a hard thing for me to do. I can't even imagine that. I can't even imagine a world where I could get rid of people and not wonder. And and you know what? Some of it, some of it is uh, self um, serving, you know, where I'm like, well, what could they maybe do for me later down the line? And not that any of my friends are any (laughs) positions of power where they could do something for me, but just mentally like, oh, this person used to make me laugh all the time. You know, and now I don't, now I don't have that. How do I, how do we get that back? You know, what, what if I say goodbye to them and I really miss them? And it's just, I have such a hard time saying goodbye to anybody. I mean, that's a big downfall for me. It's not healthy (laughs) sometimes. I could see how that could not, but I could see how both ways, I could see how your way and my way could not be healthy at some point, you know, but, um, I don't know. I have said bye to friends that I loved dearly and still do still think about them, still miss them, you know, but it got to the point where I felt like enough is enough. 
And when enough is enough for me, I can love you, but it's almost like you heard that the the saying like, um, how's it go? I would not wish I would not wish you to not eat, but you can't eat at my table. Oh yeah, that's how I feel. Like I love you, I wish you all the best, but you just can't be a part of my life. I just can't handle. I can't deal with whatever is happening anymore. Um, let me tell you about that. You remember I told you about the Facebook story? Mm-hmm. So let me share that with you. I, this is a, an example of my non-tolerance to things. All had all of my family on Facebook and for, for years, well, it got to the point where I would hear things from one family member saying, oh, well, I see you hung out with so-and-so or, oh, I see you went and traveled with so-and-so. And, you know, it got to where it was like uh, a jealousy, competitive, negative thing. It wasn't, it was like Facebook was no longer a positive thing for me anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was like the only reason I knew why my friends and I'm talking about this is something it happened so much to where I end up blocking them okay and it happened so much that they kept coming at me kept coming oh you're doing this or you're you're comparing this or doing that and it wasn't like I was uh I wasn't Facebook savvy then where I knew you could block people from the post and they can't see what you're doing but it was almost like I was trying to live my life And I couldn't live my life because my family members would have a problem with it. My closest friends would have a problem with it. Oh, you're spending more time with them than you are with me. Oh, you travel more to see them than you do. You know, it was just like, oh my God, I can't deal with this. So I blocked every single solitary one of them. Okay. And not only did I block them, I let them know that I blocked them. And I told them why I blocked them. Because I don't want social media to be a problem in our relationship. And I felt like it was. I felt like I could not just go on social media and post whatever I wanted to post. Just, you know, it being a very harmless, this is what I'm doing, you know, thing. And it just turned into a very negative, oh, that's what you're doing. Oh, that's who you're doing with kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I did what I did. Um, It was not good. (laughs) It wasn't good. And, you know, honestly, Stacey, um, I really want you to share with what you said to me, because when I did it, I didn't do it with malice. I didn't do it with malice. I didn't do it to harm anybody. I didn't think that I was going to hurt anybody, because to me, I am a realist in my mind. I have a hard time with imagination Um, and I think that just comes from my childhood. So I do not associate my life with Facebook or, you know, every time that I talk to you, I'm not going to say, oh yeah, Stacey, I saw this on Facebook. Oh yeah, Stacey, sorry, you're doing this on Facebook. I'm not going to do that. I separate real life with Facebook, even though your real life is on Facebook. Does that make any sense? No, it does. It it definitely does. I, I know what you're saying when you say that, 
Um, I, when, when you told me that at first I said, oh, you know, I understand why you would do that. That makes sense. And the moment that you said, I told them, I was like, oh no, <laughs> like, I don't know if anybody heard me kind of snicker this time. I didn't even need to, it was just involuntary because it, that in my mind, and I'll explain is where you went wrong and, and not necessarily wrong. You were trying to do the right thing. You were trying to be upfront and tell people, hey, look, this is why I'm not on here with you. This is why, yeah, you know, you're not exactly. seeing my stuff. You were, you were just trying to be upfront and honest because you care about these people and you just wanted them to know, hey, look, this is what's going on. But you know what? It's just Facebook. Like, I'm still in your life. Like, I remember you telling me it shouldn't matter because I'm still in their lives. Like, I'm still seeing you day to day. Right. And the the difference in my head is that um that would hurt me so bad if somebody told me that my my facebooking was the reason why uh, my facebooking with them was the reason why i wasn't going to see any more posts from somebody whomever it was whether it was a friend of mine a family member whomever it it would hurt me so bad and it would probably make me defensive and angry which is what i imagine you dealt with um and I would, I wouldn't know how to be with that person anymore because even though I see what you're saying, like Facebook is just like, it's, it's just for fun for you. You know, it's just where I share things. It's where I show, see some memories. It's where I get some laughs or where I might read a story that makes me shed a few tears, but it's not real life. It's not my life. And if I care about you, you're in my life. We're going to talk or we're going to see each other in real life. That's, that's what matters to me. And I completely understand it. And that makes absolute sense, but it would break my heart to know. And if somebody just straight up told me that, and then if I felt like, well, I didn't do anything wrong, you know, I was just making a comment or whatever the defensive response would be, it would just make it worse. I feel like there's no win when it comes to this. There's no way that you could have made it right. Other than to, if you had blocked them and simply not said anything, but then that also, you know, that comes off shady and you don't want to be shady. You're just trying to be honest with people and there's just no way to make it not hurt someone. And I feel after you told me that I feel so, so bad. And if I could go back and do it another way I would because I never meant to hurt anyone at all I didn't I I know that I know you didn't and I I would hope they would I mean I I don't know who these people were exactly that you blocked or if it is something if it were me and I know that you say I'm I'm sweet so maybe (laughs) these other people I don't know how sweet they are but um I'm overly forgiving for sure. So if somebody had hurt me like that and then they said, Hey, you know what? I was thinking I, I messed up. You know, I didn't think about it the way that it would have come off. I really wasn't trying to hurt you. And I'm really sorry. Even if they still kept me blocked, I would feel better, you know, but that, that's just me. I'm not telling you, you need to tell these people that, but if you wanted that uh, perspective, and maybe they wouldn't be as forgiving, you know, maybe they would just be like, well, the hell with you, but <laughs> that's, yeah, that's how I would be. There were some, you know, I, I, I really did it as a, I felt like I'm saving my relationships kind of thing. Like right. if you don't know what I'm doing, unless I tell you, because the only reason you do know what I'm doing is because I'm posting on Facebook. And do I feel like I need to stop posting what I want to post on Facebook? 
no, that's not how that's going to go down. So if you can't handle what I'm doing or how active I'm being with somebody or where I'm going, I'm just going to take that part out of our relationship. And then we won't have to worry about that part unless I share something with you. That's what I felt like, like I'm saving these relationships by doing that. And I not only did it to the family members who were constantly saying friends and family members who were constantly saying that I did it all across the board. And you want to know why I did that? I did it because I didn't, I wanted to be fair. I didn't want somebody to say, Oh, well you took me off, but you left them on. I just, so I just totally wiped them all out like a fucking tsunami. You know what I mean? But I did not mean it to be mean. I really had it. I really thought in my mind, like, I'm going to save these relationships. This will not be a part of, you know, this anymore. I'm going to shut it down. And then I'm going to let them know, like, hey, I took you off Facebook and this is why I did it. And ever since you told me how that would have hurt you or how you would have felt, like, I just feel, I feel so bad. I kind of, I just feel really, really bad because I have a feeling just by the way that, um, I was treated after I did that and I could not, I still don't, I mean, now that you say it, I kind of understand a little bit more, but I didn't think it was that big of a deal because that's how I would feel. You could take me off of your Facebook, but am I still a part of your life? If I'm still a part of your life, then we're cool. I don't give a shit about your Facebook, you know, right. but ever since you gave me your perspective, I feel really, really bad. And, um, I really thought instead of hurting situation, I mean, I thought I was saving it, you know, but that's not, I could tell nobody, not one single person has come to me and said, I can't believe you did that. How dare you do that? Why did you do that? Nobody's ever come to me and said that. And I've even gone to certain people and say, are you acting this way because I took you off of my Facebook? Like, you know, because I want to know and they'll tell me no. And I'm like, you're in my real life, you know, but they'll tell me no. So nobody has told me, came out to me honestly and said that they felt any type of way. Like you said, that was Mm -hmm. the first thing you said. You were like, Oh my God, that would have hurt me so bad. If somebody who would have told me that, Oh my God, I would have felt like a piece of shit. Well, now I feel awful. <laughs> no, I mean, because I, no, I don't want you to feel awful. I appreciate you sharing that with me because it wouldn't have hurt my feelings if somebody blocked me off Facebook. But, and maybe that's the reason why I didn't think that it would hurt anybody else's feelings. Cause like you said, you're still in my real life. I didn't block you out of my real life. I brought you out of my real life. That's when you need to get pissed. But for you to say like, it hurt my feelings. It makes me think that I know for a fact because of the way uh, that some people dealt with me after that situation that I might've hurt their feelings. And that's, it was so unintentional. So how do you get rid of drama? How would you have handled that situation? 
Well, how I have handled it in the past was, uh, well, like you said, you didn't realize that you could have just blocked some people, but sometimes that gets annoying. I don't have to do that every single time I'm hanging out with someone. And my issue wasn't that um, I had family that was up in my business. It wasn't like that at all. Mine was simply um, completely different, but on another ridiculous scale was that people that I worked with would see things that I posted or I might be friends with their wives and not with them. I worked in a, a you know, mainly male uh, place. So I was friends with some of the guys on Facebook and more often than not, it would be, I would meet their wives somewhere and we would become friends on Facebook and then they would just tell their husbands. And I don't care that they did, that's fine. But I would come into work and would get hit with, Oh, Hey, I saw that you said such and such, or, you know, I feel the same way you do, but it, it would just be like, whoa, like we're at work. It, this is a professional place. Maybe not the most professional, as you know, but I didn't want to discuss Facebook at work. I don't want to discuss my personal life at work. I wouldn't bring that up. I wouldn't do that to somebody else. We can banter back and forth on Facebook all day long and that's fine, but don't come in and, and tell my business to everybody and the things that I've said, the things that I've done, the pictures I've posted. Right. I mean, I had, and this is where some people might say, well, you know what, you put it out there on social media. So, hey, like I would post videos of myself singing or I would post video, like pictures where one of my friends is a photographer and I would be, you know, relatively naked throughout those pictures. Oh, no, I love and those pictures. I, you know what, I do too. And thank you. Um, but that, that's my personal life, you know, and I didn't work at a place where I was going to get fired for those kinds of things because it was very laid back. But you don't need to talk about them in front of people that we don't have a connection with on Facebook. And I don't need to feel uncomfortable at my job because how do I how do I fight that? You know, I could go into HR and say, well, such and such is bringing up my personal life. And they would say, well, OK, they shouldn't do that. However, you did put yourself out there You can kind of go back and forth with it. So. I would just, I would delete people. Thankfully, Facebook doesn't tell you when people have been deleted. And most of the time when those people were coming in, they just had their nose in so many other people's business that they didn't notice when I wasn't around. Or they might come in and say, oh, I haven't seen you post in a while. And I would say, oh, yeah, I haven't really been on there. If they did happen to notice that I deleted them, I'd say, oh, my gosh, I don't know what happened. Let me go in and put you back. And I would have to play that game of adding them back. But eventually, what was that? You can't do that. Yeah, I would have to uh, take them right back off or block them from my post. I mean, I had that happen more than once. So really what I was doing wasn't better. Um, it was just it was just the way I handled it because I don't like confrontation. And the difference between what you and I did is that I didn't care about these people. These people were not close. They were just people that, you know, I got along with. I had to see every day because we worked together and, and I enjoyed their company enough to add them. But they weren't people that I loved or people that I sincerely cared about. So I really didn't feel bad doing that. Now, if it is somebody that I really cared about the way that you did, I don't know that I could have done that AT because that I don't, I don't lie. Well, I, people can always tell, or I always think they can tell. So there's no point in doing it. So I don't know if it were the other way around. I mean, I think I probably would have just gone out of my way to block them individually as you didn't know you could do, but then I would get tired of that. And I'd probably just back off of Facebook because I would be so annoyed by the whole thing. So there really wouldn't have been a win. You know, it's, it's not that you did something so terrible. It's just, there was no win. 
you know, there's a the part of me uh, and my bluntness um, has been, has played not a good part of my life. But the reason why I choose to be that way is because for a greater portion of my life, I was always finding out some something from somebody else or, you know, a, whether it had to deal with a situation or how a person felt. And I absolutely cannot stand that. Okay. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel very yucky inside. It makes me feel gross. I don't like it. It makes me feel, I can't even explain this feeling that it gives me. So in my mind, I twist that and I say, I'm never going to let anybody have to wonder how I feel. Or if I do something, I'm going to, I'm just going to tell you. So you don't have to find out from Jack or Karen or Susan or whoever the hell, like, I want you to hear it from me. So I felt like when I was doing that way, that I was almost, even though I blocked you, I was giving you the respect enough to know why and I did it and this is why. So you didn't have to go to, you know, your brother, why did AT or go to your aunt? Why did AT block us? Well, oh, well, something, you know, you don't have to wonder or try and figure it out. I laid it out all on the table for you. And that's how I like people to do me. But I have realized through the years that most people don't like for you to do that. They don't like for you to lay it all out. They don't like for you just to just to say how you feel or what you're feeling. They don't really like that. You are 100% true on everything you just said there. Everything. I, I 100% respect the fact that you have the guts and you may not think it's gutsy. You may just feel like I just have to do it because it icks me out so bad to not, you know, to hold back. But that in my, in my eyes takes guts because one of the reasons that people do assume that I'm such a nice person is because I just, I don't want to be confrontational. So if you've made me angry, unless it's something that I really can't let go of, I'm not going to confront you about it. Now, later on down the line, when things have gotten better and that, that anger or that pain is dissipated, I'm usually going to tell you, but I need it to dissipate first. I can't, I don't want to confront you because I will be too angry and I'm afraid that I won't handle myself well or worse than that, you will become angry and then I'll just be tenfold. You know, I, I don't want that. So for you, it's not like that for you. It's like, you know, Hey, let's just clear the air. Let's get all this out. Let's just be real. And I'm, I'm all about the defensive of, okay, how do I, how do I fix this? Okay. I can't fix it right now. I'm going to put it on the back burner, like a, a short little, Thing to tell you as far as we're talking about family and tell you how I handled it and how different you and I are when it comes to that uh, is that my um, my cousin uh, had a birthday party and her brother had invited me behind her back as a surprise I shouldn't say behind her back but to surprise her and he said hey we're gonna have this surprise birthday party we're coming in from out of state we haven't seen you in years we'd love to see you why don't you come it's gonna be you know in a few months whenever it was gonna be we don't know the exact date I'm like oh okay great yeah, I would love to. Let me know when he gets closer. I'll definitely try to do it. And I reached out to him and he said uh, many, many weeks later or months later, I can't even remember how long it had been. So I thought, gosh, I haven't heard anything. I wonder what's going on. And he said, oh, she didn't get a hold of you. The, the cousin that they were throwing the surprise party for. And I said, well, no, why would she get a hold of me? He's like, well, plans kind of changed around. The guest list changed and she found out about it. And um, she was supposed to contact you. And, you know, I'm so sorry, but it was actually last weekend. And I was like, oh, okay. 
So he said, let, let me find out what's going on. And that cousin reached out to me and she said, you know what, I'm so very sorry. It, it just, it was going to be this big surprise that I didn't know about, but some things kind of took a turn and we, we had to change our plans up. And it was only family that came. Uh, and did she say that? She did. And uh. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Like, and I, but you know what? I couldn't. One, we're on text message. Two, we don't live anywhere near each other where we're going to see each other face to face. You know, we have to plan ahead of time. We're a few hours away from each other. And I'm like, okay. You know, I, I didn't show any upset. I didn't. I was just like, all right. And then I mean, I actually cried because I was so hurt by that. Like you, okay. Now that, and I should also point out that I had recently found all of my, pretty much all of my birth family. And I had finally started telling people that I had found them. And some of my adoptive family had been a bit, almost like, like one of my aunts said, don't forget, we're your real family too, or something along those lines. And I was like, dude, like, I don't call these people mom and dad. I don't call them aunt and uncle. I call them by their name. I don't know them very well. I'm not going to say I won't build a relationship with them, but you guys are my family. You know, I love you. You're my, you're my people. And so I kind of felt like it was a jab at that. Like, oh, you know, you found your real family. Like you're not part of this anymore. So we, a couple of months went by and I kind of just sat on it, bothered me when I would think about it, but it wasn't enough where I felt like I had to, you know, sit down and have a conversation. But we had, um, my uncle had a birthday a couple of weeks ago and we went and that cousin was there and we're all hanging out and we're laughing and talking and the day goes on and, and she and I are still, because we always got along very well, very close in age. And, um, we were talking and I said, Oh, okay. You want to know something? Um, here's what you said, you know? And I, I said, how about when you told me that I wasn't family? And she said, what? I wouldn't say that. I've never said that. I'm like, Oh, you want me to pull out the text message to show you right now? <laughs> She's uh-huh. like, she was like, no, 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 no. The, everything got twisted. I'm so sorry. I would never say that to you. God, I'm so, so sorry. And she, she looked devastated, which I mean, truth be told, brought me a little joy because <laughs> I had been so hurt by it. Um, but she said, what I meant was only immediate family came. And I said, our uncle was there. I saw the pictures. He was in it. She's like, well, he lives like a few minutes down the street. Like, what was I going to tell him? Hey, you can't come because only immediate family was coming. She's like, look, I'm so sorry. I wanted you there. I wanted everybody there. It just, the plans didn't work out the way that they were supposed to. And I'm not going to explain why they didn't, because that's her personal business. But all in all, that's how I handle things when they get to me, is I I need to, and I don't want to say I want to stew about it, but I need to sit back and think about it. I need time to process it, to see, is it really still bothering me? And do I really want to go out of my way to say something? And and that was the best way I could have done it was to kind of, you know, she was kind of ragging on me. So I said, oh, okay, you know, let me hit you with this. So it, it was real. And I did need to get it off my chest. But had we not had such a good time hanging out, I wouldn't have, like, I wouldn't have seen any reason to bother. Right. You know, we're gonna have to have a whole separate podcast because I have so much to say about carrying your relationship through a text message that we all do. We're all guilty of that because, mm-hmm. you know, what happens is what happened to you in, in that 
um, situation is she sent a message and you interpreted it the way that you thought, not the way that she meant. Right. You know? And so the reason why I feel like I just say things and, you know, maybe I should do what you do and, and step back a little bit before I just, you know, vomit out how I'm feeling. Um, if you guys would, if you would have been like, am I not your family, you know, for, or would I've been like, what do you mean by that? If you would have done it then, then there wouldn't have been harbored feelings for that long. You know what I mean? Right. So I always feel like the, when I'm saying things to people, I'm not saying it to be mean or, or cause harm or anything like that. I'm doing it. So, you know, exactly the way that I feel. So you're not, well, I think that she meant it. No, motherfucker, you know, cause I told you. <laughs> you know like assuming is so terrible no you're absolutely right and I think there's pros and cons to both of the ways that we handle things you you are 100% right hindsight absolutely if I had just brought it up but I wasn't I wasn't ready for it you know and, and it could have gone very well it could have been just as simple as that but I wasn't ready for a brush off of oh no 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 that's not what I meant and you know it you know, like, and I'm not saying that's how she would have been, right. but, but if, if that was all I got back and I was that hurt, I wasn't ready for just that. Oh, okay. So you had to get past the pain part in order to be able to talk about it. I, I did. Cause I just, I knew I was too upset. And for all I know, like, there's always a, there's always a logical part in the back of my head that says, Hey, you know what? You might be overreacting. You don't know it yet, you know, or you might've taken this wrong and you don't know it yet. Like I, I do have a logical part of my head. But it's usually on the back burner when I'm that upset. So maybe I need to step back. Right. I know how you feel because when I'm, I'm, when I'm, I'm okay if I'm not angry, but if mm-hmm. I'm, well, I'm okay if I'm not angry or very, very hurt. I could be like slightly hurt or a little big, but I'm really angry or really hurt. I do have to te- take a step back and shut my mouth because what will happen is my tongue becomes a weapon Mm -hmm. and then things come out of my mouth that can't be taken back. So I have learned. And so you take that combination with hurt or being sad, angry with being blunt. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like the sharpest sword that came at you. Terrible. So it is, to step back because there have been many times that I have done that and didn't react until I've had some time to just, you know, chill the hell out. And I realized if I had done that when I was heated, boy, that would have went really bad. Exactly. Exactly. I, I can't say, I mean, I have, it's not that I haven't ever said anything I shouldn't have said in, in anger. I obviously have. I don't think that I'm, nearly as uh, as malicious as you say that uh, you can be but I don't ever want to regret what I've said or done I try living with regret is not it's not like a YOLO no live with regret it, it's it's a it's a personal thing that I can't handle I cannot stand to regret decisions I have made or things that I've said So if I need to, and this is only for me, certainly would not be advice for anybody else. If I need to live in the wrong or, or live in the unknown, you know, like you said, if I had had that out with her right away, if I had called her on the phone right then and there, 
we everything could have been fine. She could have told me exactly that. I do wonder if because I was so initially hurt simply by a message, would I have believed her? Would it have been enough? You know, would it have been fair to her? I don't know. But that's just how I need to I need to process it. You know, if that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. I totally get that. Very smart, Stacey Stace. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it. That's all I I got. That's all I got. Until next time, then. Until next time. Wait, wait. Did you hear that? What? Okay, you didn't hear that. Okay, until next time. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.